and Brit, Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast, our first one for this week and uh what an exciting day what an exciting place what an exciting world we live in right brit it's an exciting world brad and as we speak the markets are taking quite a big shit uh, i know it doesn't mean anything because by the time people talk about this things could be in a huge turnaround do you have any specific takes on what is going on in the markets as they take a gigantic shit right now no Next subject. <laughs> if, if, if you think that I have something unique, that I have some kind of different take mm-hmm. than, than other people, uh, you, you're wrong. All, all, I can, all I can say is that at uh, the uh, ripe old age of which I am, of uh, 26. Um, you think you've seen it all before, and it's never the same, but usually you can look back, and it wasn't quite as bad as you thought at the moment. And this really looks like people are panicking, and there's uh, nothing like a, a good little dose of panic to wake your ass up. And mm-hmm. I would assume... That uh, the young punks, the pieces of fucking shit the last two years who thought they were smarter than the whole fucking world and that nothing would ever be the same because they knew how to do it. You people, we know how to value a stock. We don't give a shit whether they make money. Fuck you. Hey, GameStop, suck my dick. Come on, bring it. So uh, I'm assuming hope, that, hope they don't have to sell their hope they don't have to sell their boats and cars right now. Hope that doesn't happen because we want the best for everyone. I, I assume that you're talking about the meme stock people that you were that you were just referring to those, those people that drove the price of things like uh, Game Stock and uh, GameStop and a, uh, AMC and those folks. I, I suppose, suppose those are the folks you're talking about. I mean the, the Robin Hood punks who got uh, two thousand dollar check from Trump and then another one from Biden and said, I'm off to the races. I quit my job. Those people. Yeah. Yeah. Are you uh, also in, going to include the, the Bitcoin, the Bitcoin brothers and all of that stuff? Or are they? A oh yeah. It's about time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Francis take is for all the punk ass bitches who are getting spanked right now. Good. Suck on it. That's basically your uh, your message to America. Some of you are going to be collateral damage, but we're going to get some little bitches who thought they were smarter than everybody else who get spanked, and that's going to be worth it. That's another way to put it. I'll take that. <laughs> There's Jim Cramer preaching calm as the market craters, which everybody always does, and <laughs> that's the kind of thing. Again, if, if this freaks you out okay fine but if you're like this is this is a week or two weeks or a month in the market hopefully you're in it for more than a month because if you if you're not then you're you're basically screwed right well hey you know what this could be two this could be five years Mm -hmm. because because just you you always have to i I, and i know a, a lot of the youngsters are bad at math very bad so i have i have with me a a calculator if they have trouble thank god so, um, and just in case they don't realize it, uh, when your stock goes down 50%, okay, when yeah. it goes down 50%, uh, 
you've got to go up 100% to get back to even. And if it gets even lower than 50%, the the uh, the numbers get even worse, okay? Mm-hmm. So um, the the people who, who who thought they were smarter than everyone else and and and, and threw it all into a, a DocuSign or um, Peloton or or what, whatever, uh, you're dead. You're you know you're 70, 80, 90 percent down. And when you're 90 percent down, think about that. You're 90 percent down. How far back do you have to come to? to you have to do a a thousand percent, okay? Because mm. you have to do ten times ten to get to one hundred, right? Mm. Do the math. Ten times ten is a hundred. You were at a hundred. You lost ninety. So to get back to it, you got to. So th- that's that's the math. So you're fucked. <laughs> and you're and again, you're basically you're yeah. basically addressing now, the people so, who thought they were going to reinvent the wheel and the, they were right. smarter than people who've been doing this for you. Not the folks who have been investing and doing S and P indexes and shit like that, who have been kind of like, no. Hey, over the look, years. Look, doing- hey, look, look, you know what? T- today certainly is a day of, um, everyone turn around. You're all getting shot in the back of the head. There will be no survivors. There's no, <laughs> it is, it is. There's, no, look at it. Uh, hang on i'll I'll show you something here i don't have to see what it is because you know what the great thing and 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 folks who can't see us it's too bad you don't have a take on this i really kind of was hoping i don't have a take but for for people that can't see us okay uh i'll just tell you what i'm showing you i'm i'm showing my little stock readout of most of the shit that i've i've had recently i don't this is not perfect but it's close and as i hold it up you'll see it's red everything is red everything's red today everything's red 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 everything's down there are no survivors every oh there's a there's one that's up what's that uh a bond that's that's a home builder lennar okay and starbucks starbucks is a a green today too i have no idea why that is and home depot is a a green today too and so is is, uh doximity and so is gold uh, but other than that, uh, everything is dead. Okay. But but that's the point. That's the point. There are no winners today. So it's only a question of how much are you losing today? And uh, does it affect your life? And do you have to stop activating? The, the, the important part of this, and I'm, you know, I'm just being a jerk here, in case you didn't notice. Um, <laughs> the, the, the question is now, does this in some way start to reinforce a broader slowdown in the economy because you can't pull out the old cliche. The stock market has nothing to do with the economy. The economy. Well, yes and no, because now a greater percentage of many millions and millions and millions of people's self-worth, self-esteem and willingness to spend for the future is tied up in whatever comes every month on that statement. Okay. They feel that way. And there is a wealth effect and there's a reverse wealth effect. And so you don't want to uh, see this happen. It's not a good thing, but it's a readjustment. It's a repricing of everything. Now, is that going to halt the price of used cars that keep going up, 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 up? 
It might, because suddenly people will not have the money to buy. And once they don't have the money to buy, and once the cars start to build an inventory, what happens? They have to start to cut the prices. So is this part of this uh, wonderfully not able to be understood uh, magical market balancing over? I don't know. I just don't know. We'll see. Will this help to dampen inflation in a bizarre way? I don't know. It it could make it worse. I don't know. I don't. Um, There's a couple of things. In those good old 2009 days, I'm old enough to remember that, which was a long time ago for some people and not that long ago for some of us. I was not accessing like my 401k or whatever through the internet. I was getting the quarterly statements. And there was a period of time there, pretty much all of 2009, they send you a quarterly statement. I wouldn't even look at it. Because, you know, 2009 was just a shit show. The money was not a tremendous amount of money, but it was not an insignificant amount. But whatever I knew, whatever I was going to see wasn't going to be helpful to me. I knew it was going to be a shit show. I knew there was no reason to look at it. I knew that I was in it for the long haul. So why do I go ahead, open this thing up and then wring my hands? Because, oh, my God, I lost half my shit. Right. Well, if, if, if I may uh, correct your timing on that, the bottom of the market, the bottom was in March of 2009. Yeah, that was you know a couple months after Obama had been handed the pile of shit. Right. Known as the the uh, American economy. And it bottomed, I believe, in March of 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 '09, And then the rest of the year, it started to turn back up and it was steady as we go until, oh, three weeks ago. <laughs> that's a, really, if you, if you pull back, that's, that's actually true. Um, but no two, no two sell-offs are identical. No two patterns absolutely repeat themselves, but you try to learn from them. And the broader lesson is that uh, panic is, is not a strategy unless you're brilliant and you panic at the top, <laughs> and then you're smart enough to know when the panic ends and I'm back in. And very few people, no one that I've ever heard of, really can do that with any kind of regularity. So you either have the wherewithal to to uh, to, to stick with what you have and believe in the American economy and with all the shit that's – you know who loves today? I'll tell you who loves today the most – one person on the planet, Donald Trump. Can you can you think of who that one person on the planet is who loves today more than anyone in the world? I don't know. Go, uh, Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin. Oh yeah, he's in big. Yeah, he's in good shape. Vladimir Putin, who is clearly and 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 maybe the uh, all time number one apology does have to go to Mitt Romney. Okay because he tagged Russia in the election campaign against Barack Obama of 2012 as America's number one enemy to worry about. He got laughed off the, off the map for that. He did. And uh, Vladimir Putin is really, really good at spotting weaknesses and, and coming in right at the moment where he spots weakness. So what does he do right now? He puts all these troops and, rattles the sabers and you know we're we're now to the point where we're actually assuming that he's going to make some kind of military move and when does he do it he does it when covid is is rampant the world economy is teetering the united states economy is 
in, 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 in shambles at, at one level because of the supply chain issue. But then on the other hand, the numbers are really good. Those big numbers that come out, they're, they're mostly pretty good. But the inflation knocks down any good numbers that you can give about anything. We know that. It's the price of gas at the gas station. That's all that matters. We know. And so Putin sees this and he says, well, what better time to fuck with the world than right now? And uh, it it's really, really troubling on that score. And, and here's why. If you think today's market sell-off was bad, Mondays, if at 10 o'clock at night we get the word from overseas that the troops have moved in, then the next day, uh, today will probably look like a picnic because there'll be even a bigger sell-off, which, by the way, will make no sense. Remember, this never makes sense to... To, to panic and, and sell your stocks because something happened over there. Because you always have to ask yourself, well, wait a minute, is Procter & Gamble going to sell any less Tide next month because Putin invaded Ukraine? Is, 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 is Microsoft going to sell any uh, uh, fewer uh, updates on Windows? Because, right. you know, all, and, and, and so it's just a, an emotional reaction. So that's the only thing I've learned in, in all these years well yeah i think i don't know it, i don't know much i don't know much about it at all i mean yeah you do take the i don't know much about the stock market at all but i do know that when these panics come there are some people that don't lose their head and they end up making a lot of money i don't know who i'm, I'm not that smart guy but i know that there are some people as folks panic they pick up bargains they end up making a whole bunch of money that happens yeah, it, every single time well yeah but you know you only know about that in arrears okay exactly exactly <laughs> But it, uh, it does. It, but it does happen with stunning consistency, yeah. and sometimes it's the same people over a number of cycles. Again, I'm not that guy. I, I hope that I have people managing my money that can figure out some of that. But you know, that's that's just how that's that's just how things work. There's the report showing that Biden could deploy fifty. And saddest of all, Brad, this has Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity disagreeing. Uh, they're not they're not on the same page. When really, this thing. Very, you're very kidding. Sad. Well, you know, Sean's more of a hawk. Tucker's yeah. more of a dove. So it's a, it's got mommy and daddy fighting, and I think that needs to be reconciled more than anything else. Well, I I, I think in the case of uh, 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 Tucker being more of a dove, it could be that he might be very upset that his uh, latest and next trip to uh, visit his patron saint <laughs> of agree. dictators yeah. <laughs> who fuck with democracy and wreck it, uh, Victor Orban in uh, Hungary, that this could this could tamper with his his travel plans, right? And you, <laughs> and he might not have bought the travel insurance, so it might cost him the the, the uh, whatever he paid for those those plane tickets. If Putin decides to roll the tanks into Hungary, yeah, I don't know if that's I don't know what that would do to Tucker. I don't know if that's gonna I don't know if that's gonna be a good thing or not. You see, uh, that was that was that one. Some people are batting that one around, and then Chuck Todd, boom. He uh, highlighted this one, I guess, this happened on Meet the Press yesterday. There's some not good poll numbers, as you know. I think Biden's approval rating, correct me if I'm wrong, 42, 43, somewhere in that area. Am I right? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Apparently, he's getting the highest approval ratings in the Fox polls that are coming out. So, I don't know. <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> well, check it out. It's true. It's, um, it's true. 
but the the all important I mean all all of the stuff if you were doing the thing with the um you know the meters the altimeters or whatever everything's in the red everything's very bad direction yeah. of the country voter enthusiasm all, all of those things are really awful for democrats yeah. and it, it's not great I'm very optimistic even though it's always darkest before it goes pitch black we know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Are you? Yeah. I mean, I, I, it, it, we, he, he got the State of the Union coming up in about five weeks or so. They always put a lot of emphasis on the State of the Union. Fewer and fewer people actually watch it. They see some clips of it. Right. Let's think about this. Can you remember anything about any of Trump's State of the Union addresses except that when he would actually read the teleprompter without stumbling for three minutes, they would declare him? Uh, oh. He's finally become a president without ad-libbing and being a jerk if he, he went for three minutes. Other than that, can you remember? And so Yes, I remember, the, I, remember him giving, I remember him celebrating Rush F Hudson Limbaugh the third. Yeah, there you go. I remember, I remember that. Freedom. Right. Right. I, I remember that right. shit, of course. And I remember yeah. uh, I remember Pelosi more anything else tearing up the thing and oh my God, she's shit on America by tearing up his script. Remember that was one. Remember that? But that was a fake story because that was after it was after this, the, the whole thing was over right. and they made it look like she tore it up in the middle of, of, of him speaking. Well, okay. they even were worse than that. Big, they they, they, made it, that they actually story. made it worse than that. They, he was like saluting a disabled veteran and then they edited in her immediately yeah. tearing the thing up to make right. it look like she hated the guy that had his legs blown yeah. off. Or something. Yeah, I, I understated how fake it was. It was beyond. So those are the things that I remember about the Trump shit. And. I think one of them went on for 90 minutes or something. I'm not sure. I'm not. Uh, well, I, I wasn't asking you to actually remember yeah. things. I, 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 it wasn't a quiz. All right, let me. Tough. But it's tough when you go through the psychological remnants of a traumatic event that lasted for four years. You know, you, mm -hmm. you start to rake That's through right. those coals and try to pull out some of the remnants. Right. Right. All right. Um, take your choice here. Ready? Aaron Rodgers gone. Good. Tom Brady gone, good. Buffalo gone, not good. Change the rules. Bill Maher, jerk, um, or GOP, same GOP, but way worse than the old GOP. Jeepers. Uh, let's do the um, let's do the, the the football story because as we head toward the Super Bowl, which is I'm going to remind everyone, not the first weekend in February, but the second weekend, the day before. Valentine's Day, we have no Aaron Rodgers, no Tom Brady, no Dallas Cowboys. So I don't think anybody's going to watch it this year, to be completely so, honest. In other words, life in America really is getting better. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, first of all, I, I, can we all agree that um, it's it, it was more important that Aaron Rodgers not, not go all the way through the season and then win the Super Bowl – which would have been taken as a full repudiation of the vaccine. Think how stupid that is. I was going to think how dumb that is, but that's what that would have been. I agree. Right? I, no, I'm, right. I'm not going to fight you on that yeah. at all. Right, right. So so Aaron Rodgers, uh, I'm, I'm glad he lost. And uh, what was that, that bullshit he was – what was that line he he threw out the other day on, on, on some interview? that oh, oh, Biden got 81 million votes. Right. And now that's taken as, wow. Aaron Rodgers loves Trump. He knows the election was fixed in favor of Biden. He's our guy, right? He hey, is in favor. He's in favor of trolling the world because uh, I think he was on that 
Eli and Peyton thing, and they had a, a bookshelf behind him, and they said, what books are you reading? He said, oh, you know, Atlas Shrugged. And he was only kidding. Tee-hee, tee-hee-hee. So then he got these people mad at him, and he got these people mad at him. So he's into trolling himself, and now he's trolled himself out of Green Bay. So I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that happened. Also, he was triggered by in an interview with ESPN before the game. Um, he was upset because Biden called the pandemic a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And that hurt his feelings. Yeah. That, oh, that. my yeah. God. I mean, honestly, that's worse than taking the boots off of the green M&M, if I'm being honest about this situation. Oh, my God. That is just horrible. Well, you know what? That actually, and, and, and we'll certainly get back to football mm-hmm. in, in a second here, but uh, what you just said does allow me to slip in the, and, and you know, I'm not this guy. I'm not the guy who says, I'm never watching this show. I'm never, because blank. I'm not that guy, okay? Mm-hmm. But you know that over the last couple of years, there have been times where I have really, really gotten fed up with Bill Maher, Okay. Yeah, because he plays this game of liberal libertarian embrace the conservative. I have to you have to have them on. You have to talk to them. If we can't talk with both side, blah, blah, back and forth, back and forth. He plays this game. And with the vaccine and the coronavirus, he's hit rock bottom because. Last Friday was his first show of the year, you know, he takes off after Thanksgiving and a couple months later, now here in January, he comes back and does his first show. And even back then, before that, he was, I'm done with this virus. I am done. You have to live your life. Okay. What does that fucking mean? I'm done with this virus. You don't, you live in the world. That's stupid. No, the well, yeah, the virus isn't done with all of us. Exactly. Right? I'm, do- I'm right. done with and, gravity. And, and he, I'm and done he, with gravity. I'm not going right. to fucking stay on the ground right. anymore. So, so Bill Maher is a, a, a vaccinated, fully vaccinated, not anti-vax person who got a breakthrough case back in the fall. He was fine. You know, he didn't get very sick. And so that kind of reinforced his, hey, we all have to fucking live with it. You might get it. But I'm done with it, all right? So that was his stance then. He reinforced it over the weekend on Friday night. And he had as one of his guests this loathsome person named Barry Weiss. Uh, not the not Barry White. He's dead. This is Barry Weiss. <laughs> yeah, not Panties Baby. No, this is oh, different. Well. Oh, because, you know, the audio might not work on, on, on some podcasts as well as you want to. And you might sure. not hear what I'm saying. Uh, but Barry Weiss is, the, is a writer. She was a columnist for The New York Times for a couple of years. But she had to leave. She couldn't take it there anymore. It was too woke, too woke for her. So now she's out there just free as a bird to be able to express herself on everything. And the two of them were a, a full team on Friday, going back and forth, one-upping themselves on how they've just had it. You know, she launches into this, you know, I I washed all the food when I got it home. I did everything right. I disinfected everything. And this is what happens? We're, we're here? They said if we got vaccinated, they said if we got vaccinated, 
everything would be fine and the virus would go away. What the hell happened? Okay, so they're back and forth with this. They promised us if we just got vaccinated, the, the virus would go away. We'd win. Okay. So, yeah. um, so that's it. I, I actually turned the show off 15 minutes in because it was just, it was too nuts. It was too nuts. It was too crazy. I was done. So you're Checked done. out. You're done yeah. with uh, you're done with him. You can't take. I'm not. Get, I always give him another chance, and very often he'll come back and he'll make a, a ton of sense on on something else. But on this, I'm sorry, and and you're not in this category, but demographically you are. You ready? A fairly well-to-do, single, childless person, mm-hmm. but this is not you, mm-hmm. uh, who has no concept that there are people in the world who say are the parents of children under the age of five, none of whom are vaccinated. Correct. Apparently, and you're not one of these people, but you're in the age group, they have no concept that there are these things, there are lots of them in in, in cities, they're called hospitals, okay? And they're they're overrun with patients, most of whom are unvaccinated. Mm. And the only people who die right now in hospitals, for the most part, are unvaccinated people. But in the Bill Maher, Barry Weiss, I'm done with this fucking virus thing. They have no concept of that. That means nothing to them. That means nothing to them. And it makes me sick. You got to be better than that. I'm not asking. Everybody isn't isn't, uh, Mother Teresa. Everybody isn't the greatest philanthropist. That's not what I'm saying. But to have no no awareness that around us in this country right now, it's still a mess. Well, that's for a sort lot of, of people. Well, honestly, what Bill Maher is playing into is sim- somewhat of an Ayn Rand kind of mindset. What's good for me is good for everybody. Absolutely. And that's kind of that, that's kind of what. And you're giving aid and comfort to the opposition when you do it, but it it just reeks of entitlement. It's like oh, the, the rest of you guys can fuck with this virus thing. I'm done with it. Yeah. And, and I mean, all, all of this, all of this shit that's happened for the past year and a half. Oh, I can't get my burger at Burger King because they can't get enough people in there to work. I I deserve that. That's fucking entitlement. I'm sorry. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of the entitlement. Life is what it is. It's difficult for all of us. And if you just take every step and go, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, that's not helpful to anybody. We all have to deal with this shit. And you just can't wash your hands and go, I'm fucking done with it. You fucking piece of shit. You guys can wear your mask and wash your hands. I'm going to live my life. That's not how it works, guys. Britt, if I have to wear a mask indoors one more time, one more minute, I'm going to die. I can't do it anymore, right? <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I got so. this mask. I got an N95 yeah. mask that I got, and it was it, it came through work, and it's shitty, and it's got the rubber bands on it, and it twisted my fucking hair, and it pulls my. But you know that's life. That's what you do. That's just what happens right now because it beats the shit out of having this. Talk to anybody who's had it. It beats the shit out of having it. And there are. I'm sorry. I, again, I hate to play this card. There are people in worse situations than you that would be like, oh, you get to live in a. America and you get to, the worst thing that happens you have to wear the fucking oh yeah sign me up I'm sorry but that's 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 just the, the case this is there are a lot of people who would decry the participation trophies that are really leaning into the whining right now right a lot of people who would be like oh my god we raised a generation of whiners and now all these people can fucking do is whine and bitch and kvetch and moan about not being able to do everything that they were able to do in 2018 and, I, you know, again, I'm sorry that's not happening, but your life really doesn't suck that much. 
you really don't. <laughs> you still are able to go out most of the time to a restaurant. Sometimes you're not. You got a lot of shit to stream on Netflix. I, I know that some of your lives have changed, but it doesn't suck that bad. And, and if it does suck, it ain't Joe Biden's fault. It ain't Anthony Fauci's fault. It ain't, you know, it, it's just it's just not. I, I don't understand this mindset. To me, this blows my mind. Well, unfortunately, there's going to be, unless something changes, enough of a momentum shift yeah. away from whatever it is that we live in right now to where a lot of people are going to throw their hands up in the air and say, well, let's try the other guys. Of it didn't work with these guys. Of course. Let's try the other guys with absolutely not only no evidence, but counter evidence that, quote, the other guys have any kind of real idea as to how to, uh, what, turn the clock back three years, four years, five years? What What, what is your time machine uh, demanding that you think that there's some glorious past that can be revitalized, rekindled, reborn, if you just change the the uh, the, the politics of the ruling. But, but you know what? When we talk about this, we're being really naive because you know, we're completely discounting what's going on here right now, which is, and, you know, we've only been, what, three or four days from our last podcast. A lot of shit has come out since we last were together, including the detailed memo that uh, was not signed, but it was prepared back in late December on ordering the military. And, and remember, these were stories that we heard then, remember? And we kind of just said, well, it didn't happen. And it's bullshit. It's too crazy. It's too stupid to talk about. Back when it was happening more than a year ago, that Trump might use the military to... Uh, stay in power. Well, right. they had they had the draft. They wrote it down yeah, on how the military was. And again, as you know, our military is well equipped to do this. Go in and seize voting machines. OK, <laughs> which you know, th th this is just this is beyond Hitler didn't do that. Hitler no. didn't seize the voting no. machines. Sure. He knew better. That would have gotten the people really upset. Um and it didn't it, it didn't end up coming to fruition. But if it's written down right now and it never happened, why would you not think that there wasn't a copy made of that? And it's somewhere else and they can dust it off in about two years and, and, and use it if possible. I don't know. And eventually, don't know. and eventually the guys that were there who would stop it and said, that's a dumb idea. We're not going to do that. They're not going to be there. You know, right. that's good. That's the problem. But let's get back on track because you were going to you were going to complain. I think about the overtime rules. I believe that was what we originally oh, started. Oh, yeah, thing just on, on, on the football thing. Um, uh, when that when that game ended in a in, in a tie in, in in regulation between Kansas City and Buffalo last night, and you know we're let, let's not even the greatest game ever. Maybe. Okay, all right, greatest game ever. Fine. Well, just leave it there. Well, wait, That's, I thought the Ra I thought the Raiders Chargers game on Sunday Night Football to end the season. I thought that was the greatest game ever played. What? Well, that What's was then. On? This is now. No, this is better. 
right. Greatest game ever. Right. And and it ends and and what they they scored like five hundred points in the last two minutes. It's never happened before. Back and forth. You couldn't yeah. believe what you were it, seeing. It was a great game. Right. And then um uh, Buffalo with thirteen seconds to go makes a mistake and doesn't do a squibby kick so that um, Kansas City would have to field the ball and a couple seconds would, by definition, tick off the clock. Right. And they'd only have a chance for one play, one prayer play, and chances are pretty good that that uh, that Buffalo would have won. They didn't. Mahones is great. They score overtime, right? Field goal gets kicked by Kansas City overtime. Now, and I know that there are iterations of the overtime rule over the years. They've changed it a couple times in NFL history. And now, as you saw, as we all saw, um, if the team that receives the ball runs down the field and scores a touchdown, seven points, the game is over. That's it. Nothing. If they kick a field goal, then the other team gets a chance to at least tie it. And if the other team ties it, the game continues on. If the other team scores Right. What happened for a number of years in overtime in the NFL is they had sudden death and the team would get the ball. They would just kick a field goal and the game would be over. And that's what the NFL was trying to avoid. That's that's the whole idea right. behind it. Right. So that that's that sucks. And it also sucks. It, it, let's let's put it this way. I, I heard enough talk radio over the last 12 hours of the justifiers. And the, the justifier of this rule is this. You know, if you'd play defense. Oh, God, That's stop. out on the field, too. It's not just the offense of Kansas. Stop. If Buffalo would have played defense, they could have gotten the ball back and they could have won the game. So it's all equal and quit bitching. That's wrong. Now, it's time for the king of analogies to go for it here. I'm ready. This is the equivalent. Remember, Buffalo had no chance to touch the ball on offense in overtime. Once Kansas City scores a touchdown, game over. Everybody leave. Get off the field. Go. 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 I believe that some of those rules were changed that way because they wanted to speed up the game. They didn't want long, drawn-out overtimes. Right. But that's that's kind of secondary. Um, The the stupidity of this is as if baseball said, when you get to uh, the bottom of the ninth and it's a tie game, Tenth inning, how about let's have a coin flip, okay? Because we don't want to advantage the home team because the home team would always get last at bat. But let's let's flip a coin, and whoever gets up to bat first in the Mm tenth inning, top of the tenth, if they score a run, the game is over. It's over. None of that shit about the bottom of the inning where the other team has a chance to hit and tie the game or go ahead and win the – none of that. How about this? How about tennis? All right, tennis. And I think tennis has one of the, the greatest tie-breaking system of all, sure. which is uh, at some tournaments, they they still, I think, is it, even Wimbledon doesn't do this anymore. I don't think anybody does, where they would actually play an extra full set, okay? They yeah. don't do that anymore because that really does go long. So they came up with the tiebreaker, and you have to get to uh, – eight points and you have to win by two. So if it's seven to seven, keep, you know, they just count the points. Somebody has to get to nine. And you've had and those great all, times at Wimbledon where it was like 45 to 43 in the yeah. tiebreaker and shit like that. They played for hours. But 
but nobody can ever claim that it isn't fair to both players. It is fair. It's, it's, it's just completely fair to both players. At, at least in golf, when they have playoffs, they sometimes have what? They have three whole playoffs. They have five whole playoffs. Oh, you know, it's fair. Nobody, nobody gets cheated. Uh, in basketball, they don't do, all right, we're going to, at the end of regulation, we're going to have a jump ball. First person to score a basket, game over. That's it. Over. Done. Well, okay. <laughs> and by the way, that's a, that's a, even a more fair comparison because that's too stupid to talk about because, you know, basketball and football are the two sports that have clocks mm-hmm. that have, have time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it it's just it's just terrible. It's it's just horrible. I don't know. I, I, Again, not to not to excuse the billionaire geniuses that run football, but I don't know why it would be so hard to say we're going to do overtime this way in regular season and this way in playoffs. In the regular season, we're going to do it the way that we've been talking about, where everybody, you know, you keep. And then in, in overtime, when it comes to overtime in the playoffs, we play the full period. I don't know how difficult that would be. Right? But that, that's that's even a needless compromise. If 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 the the system sucks, like you saw it yesterday, it would suck during the regular season because a regular season game can mean a lot too, and it shouldn't be decided based on a coin flip. It we, should. We, the playoffs are a little bit different animal. We acknowledge that there's a little bit different animal, and in the playoffs, we're just going to play the ten minutes or whatever it is, and then we'll see what happens at the end of that. I I, I think that would be the, a perfect solution. Wait, I, I got an idea. Here's an idea. This is stupid, so we won't do it. But uh, you know, instead of a 15-minute overtime period, like a quarter, make it 10. And if it's still tied at 10, then have a field goal kicking contest. Okay. Well, and, and wait, now you're wait, talking about start, hockey. That sounds like right, hockey. right, but right. And you wait. You start out at the 25, right? Exactly. And if yeah. both of them make it, you move it back another five yards well, until yeah. somebody. Now, anything, I swear to you, anything is better than what we saw yesterday. To have all that effort go down the toilet, essentially based on the coin flip. I would, and, 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 and yeah, I'm not carrying water for either team either. I'm, I'm, I'm like you. I'm, I don't have a dog in the fight. I, that Josh Allen guy, I've always thought he was good. I didn't think he was great. He, he convinced me last couple of weeks he's great. <laughs> he's, he's, he's brought me around full circle. Not, not great enough to win the big one. He's <laughs> <laughs> like 24 years old. Oh, and he peaked. That's it. That's it. Uh, the Beatles wrote their best shit when they were 25. It was downhill from there. Fuck it, right? And I, I know you're shitting on the field goal idea, but the name of the game is foot. Ball, right? right? I'm not right? sure. That's why I said it. It 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 doesn't make any less sense. It doesn't. It it makes more sense than what happened, which me, is. Um, l- let's get to a couple of the uh, culture war issues here. We alluded to it earlier. This is really upset a lot of the uh, conservatives who uh, were pissed off last year at Big Bird. Uh, now they're upset because the green Eminem. She's not wearing boots anymore. They felt like that was a little not great toward women because she's always been seen as quite sexy and using her womanly wiles. They put her in tennis shoes. And a lot of conservatives are very unhappy about this with the woke yeah. M&Ms. But once again, they're, they're concentrating on the very important things. She's wearing tennis shoes. You know what that means. <laughs> what does that mean? It means she's an on-the-go modern I, woman. I just don't know. <laughs> Why? I don't understand. I, what, I just don't know. I don't understand what triggers these people. But this has apparently become like a real thing. And, and you know, you know Tucker Carlson, who has like he's a folk hero. He's got some of the highest ratings on cable television. He does like ten or twelve minutes on this. And again, I I, I sincerely 
I would just like to say this and in, in, in all sincerity, all of this stuff, whether it's this or it's the big birth, if, if the green M&M person goes from wearing boots to tennis shoes, I'm not sure what part of our national identity that we've lost. I'm not sure what part of the America that I grew up in is, is, is now lost and I can't get back and woe is me and we're on the road to hell. I, I cannot make that leap, Brad. I just cannot make that leap with these people. Well, that's why you're so out of touch with America, Britt. <laughs> but but you obviously know you don't obviously you don't get it. Um, you know what? They're not people. There's a there's a term for them. I can't remember what it is. It's a word that like it's like a made up word of what M&Ms are when oh, yeah, they yeah. when they, they uh, put legs and uh, arms on the uh, – you know what I think this is? I think it's a big tie-in between uh, M&M Mars and a big Halloween costume, the people who make Halloween costumes, because that's been a popular one for, for a long time. Right. And now they have a chance to redo them, right, with different shoes – different underpants or are they wearing underpants do they wear underpants or they just have legs coming out i don't see any drawers yeah. i don't see any genitalia being covered up i don't see any of that all right so so all right that's the real problem m&m's going commando <laughs> just letting their genitals hang out and they're flapping really brains. yeah that, well the, the problem is is uh when you get a peanut m&m you know, you can imagine it can be a, a pretty you think that uh, you think that green you think that green m&m she's ever had an abortion well, let's, I mean, let, let, let's be honest here. Has she ever taken a plan B? And it, it, yeah. I wonder about these things. One of the other right. things that's very upsetting, I don't know if you saw this one, Carhartt, which is a brand that would be established with a lot of, uh, it would be associated with a lot of Republican voters. Carhartt, I think most people know, makes jackets for people who work very hard, tradesmen, construction workers, folks like that. They uh, have a vaccine mandate now, Brad, which pissed off a lot of conservatives slash Republicans, and they are boycotting Carhartt. Uh, they're not going to buy their jackets. And despite this, the CEO of Carhartt now says he is going to go ahead and, and continue to mandate that boycott be damned, Brad. Oh, good for him. Good for him. <laughs> He's doing the right thing. What's the big deal? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand the big deal because uh, I don't know if, if you get this channel, but I had to look uh, fairly hard to find uh, any televising or that stupid, fucked up um, freedom uh, anti-vax piece of shit no. demonstration in front of was it in front of the Supreme Court yesterday or where so, the hell yeah. they do it? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, and uh, on my Roku, there's you know they carry like every nutcase channel that there is, so Absolutely. I actually can get it. Absolutely. I can't remember even what it's called. Uh, it's not One American Network. It's not Newsmax. There's another one. Yeah. The, anyway, they were carrying it. Okay. They were carrying it. So I punished myself for about 10 minutes. And, um, you know, it was just ridiculous. Now, I did not see, but have, uh, of course, read about uh, some of the other luminaries who were there. And um, when your headliners, are Laura Logan, now known as Laura No Career Ever Again Logan, okay, because she's just an idiot, okay? How, how you go from 60 minutes to uh, the unemployment line forever in broadcasting, and it's going to be quite a story written someday. She's there. And Robert F. Kennedy Jr., 
Oh my God! I saw was that. there play, play, playing the famous Holocaust card, yeah. uh, which always works. The the analogies always really work well, um, and uh, yeah. Well, even the Jews, e- even people in Nazi Germany, had a chance to escape what was going on there. We have no chance to escape here. The vaccine, so we live under a more oppressive, dangerous regime now in 2022 in the United States than people did in Nazi Germany. If I, may, the, I believe the, yeah. the exact quote was, at least the Jews could hide out, uh, you could hide out, right. and Frank could hide out in the attic. I believe yes, what he yes. Said. And how did that work out for her really well? <laughs> how, did that, how did that work out? Um, uh, my, you know, my, uh, my wife's mother hid out for about a year, year and a half. I mean, that was a wonderful experience for, you know, it, you know, she learned how to think for herself. Yeah, did she? It was a good thing, you know, right. but but that's not nearly as bad as having to subject yourself to a vaccination in the United States right now that will help save your life and the life of loved ones and other people. But here, here's one part of that. I don't know if there's any coverage of, because this is what I saw. The, the, the guy that stood up there and was uh, uh, heartfelt in telling his story of how he got vaccinated and then had all these horrible side effects. I mean, he was just near death, just the worst thing ever. And that there are tens of thousands of people like him out there all across the country. And we're just not hearing about it because uh, the drug companies are covering it up. The government's covering it up. And, and of course he got a smattering of, of applause, uh, but the bottom line for things like this always in the world of Trump is how big was the crowd? And if you see how big the crowd was, I wouldn't even use the word crowd. OK, um, it was not one of those, you know, as far as the eye could see kind of uh, uh, audiences. I mean, they, they estimated easily under 20,000 Um so if you want to go by that measure, it didn't mean anything. But, uh, you know, we have a we have a dug in portion of the population that's that's all in on this craziness. And um, your solution is as good as mine. Jeez. Your, I'd call it a final solution, but that would be wrong. Oh, that's wrong. How yeah, that would be wrong. That would be, be the last solution is what I meant. Who, who is the worst? Who is the worst junior, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. or Donald Trump Jr.? Ooh, that's a tough wow. one. That, that, <laughs> oh man, what, where did you come up? That is uh, evil. I know that is, that, that is downright evil. That's horrible. How could you, how could you make me make a choice like that, daddy? <laughs> you a, can't make me choose between it's those two. It's a bit two. of a Sophie, it's a Sophie's choice that I just gave you. Yeah. 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 <laughs>